0: Hello everybody, I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode one seventy two. Fargo, nineteen ninety six. Don't you know? Uh, eventually, <laughs> every movie's gonna have to have the year after the movie. Mm-hmm. Because we're getting to a point, it says everything has multiple versions. Yeah. Fargo of all things now has a television show. Um yeah, Fargo, nineteen ninety six. Uh, when is the release date On this little biash Here we go Here we go uh, March 8th 1996 uh, Directed by Joel Cohen Written by Joel Cohen And Ethan Cohen uh, First time I've seen it This is my first time Took a while I've always heard good things um, And now I don't know why How dare you <laughs> I don't know why How dare you I mean, good things is one thing. Maybe I'll agree with that. But great things? Like, shit, this movie was chosen as one of the 100 greatest American films in history, Mm. being the most recent film on the list up to that point. Mm. What? Like, this is great American cinema. I mean, it's a good movie, but I didn't watch this and was like, fuck, what have I been missing out on? You know, yeah. like 100 greatest and the earliest one chosen to that point—that's crazy to me. And I, was like I would agree with for... that.
1: I, I don't even think I, this—I don't. This isn't even my favorite Coen Brothers movie. I think there's better yeah. movies that they've made, to be honest, in my opinion. But um, yeah, that's shocking. Definitely. That, I was just watching was it, there.
0: thinking this is no uh, no country. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is no no country. I don't know their other work. Apparently, they had movies before this. I didn't even know that. I thought this was their first one. Mm. Um. Yeah, and it was also chosen for preservation uh, by the American, you know, uh, United States National Film Registry in the Library of Congress. Um, one of only seven films designated this distinction in its first year of eligibility. Like, pff, I don't know, man. I didn't think it was that great. Uh, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but it's just kind of, it's very small. And uh, kind of just lully. It's got some uh, some good banter and, like, I don't know, realistic kind of cool situations that the Coen mm-hmm. brothers usually do. And there's some, uh, some shock gore and some dark humor. Um, follows, what the heck is that main character's name? He's got a weird name. Uh, oh, William H. Macy? And Jerry... Lundergard, yeah. <laughs> the sales manager at some car dealership, he's on hard times, and he comes up with this scheme to have his wife. And it
1: says in the beginning,
0: this is a true story. I couldn't find anything on that.
1: Do you know anything about that? Is I don't that think it is. I think uh, from what I remember, I mean, don't quote me on this. Maybe somebody in in comments can quote me on this or, or correct me on this. But I think this whole thing is made up, and they just put that in there just to have fun. Uh, just to kind of—I hate it when they do that. Be goofy, you, can't do that. you know. I mean? <laughs> False advertisement. <laughs> there may be like some like small truth to it, like you know, someone may yeah, have gotten shot. Sure. It, it didn't go down like this, is my understanding. But uh, yeah, it falls on hard times. He comes up with a scheme to um, have his wife
0: kidnapped so he can get forty thousand dollars. He's going to ask for eighty thousand. He's going to give the kidnapper dudes forty, and he's going to keep forty to help him get on his feet or whatever he needs it
1: for. Um Yeah, William H. Yeah. Macy. William H. Macy's great. And I I love how it starts. And like it just starts right away. Like he just walk the opening scene is like him going to the bar to meet Steve Buscemi and he's like you're late. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh so good. Yeah, but there's there was a misunderstanding. I was told 8:30. <laughs> yeah?
0: Well, it's 7:30. We've been, been here, for here an hour. hour.
1: He's pissed three times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and who is this? And then this is my associate. It's like, "Whoa, I thought it was only going to be one." And it's okay. I trust you. You were vouched for by John Redcorn Who's that fucking guy, the Indian guy? He's pretty fucking funny, dude Yeah, he's pretty good, <laughs> just, too Just says very little uh, Who was with him? Yeah, I don't just know like one it, one one it, I answer. can't remember his name yeah. I didn't vouch for him I don't vouch for him no, no, I know But you vouch for the other guy And that's his friend So it's fine <laughs> That's not the point I was making The point I was making Is I'm trying to get a hold of them <laughs> And uh, I guess uh, Steve Was going to be a smaller part And he actually Was campaigning really hard to be in this movie in the bigger role. And I guess he told them, Hey, I'm just here so you guys don't make a mistake and cast someone other than me because this is my role. And he's like, This is, that's a very dangerous thing to say in Hollywood. (laughs) He's like, Yeah. But I I wanted it. So he got it. Glad he did. He's very good. Yeah. And they, yeah, uh, well, won Academy Award for screenplay, I think, and then also best actress. Oh, Francesca, the lady B. Who plays, yeah, plays the cop. She's pretty damn good. I heard that, like, oh, she spent a couple months with a pregnant police officer. She's like actually like researching a. Yeah, I got to get it in the mind of a pregnant police officer. You know? Yeah, I'm not quite there. And then they all got the weird—I don't know what is the that dialect—the Min- yeah, the Minnesota, the Minnesota nice dialect. accent or whatever they call it. Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're like no one's cursing. It's like oh, heck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so they go to kidnapper, and that's pretty funny when S- Steve. Uh, is coming up to the house and with the mask <laughs> and going to the window wow. and like looking in and she's just sitting there like sees him. <laughs> just watching him. <laughs> but she's in like disbelief until she, he finally crashes through the window and then she freaks out mm-hmm. and runs and they get her and uh, what did, oh yeah, the other guy, I can't remember his damn name, man. Uh, but the other guy grabs her and she bites his hand and he just immediately like stops the whole thing He's yeah. just consuming he <laughs> like, I need yeah. ointment or whatever you want the medicine. <laughs> yeah. I need some bass tracing. <laughs> what? And she goes in the bathroom, locks herself in, and apparently gets out the window. And he's like, fuck. Steve runs out the place, tries to get her. And he's just going through the. Me- it was a really funny little thing. It's like he's going through the medicine cabinet and just kind of knocking everything off the yeah, shelf. aggressively. Just. For no fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> He Gets the ointment and opens it with his mouth, and then he's like staring in the mirror. I was like, "What the fuck is he looking at?" And then, I don't know. He sees the curtain move. She's in there, and then like runs out with the curtains on her, <laughs> and she falls down the steps. I thought she was gonna die right then. Like, oh, mm-hmm. let me guess, she killed herself falling down the steps, and here's yeah. a, where our fuck up starts. But no, she survives up, yeah. that. <clears throat> yeah, and then uh, yeah, they're. Oh, yeah, and he give, he gives him that Oldsmobile C Like, every car in this is like an Oldsmobile almost. Mm-hmm. Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra Brown. <laughs> 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 and then that's another little funny moment when he's like, well, I was, I was understood there was to be $40,000. Like, oh, no, no, no. That's another misunderstanding. See, there's no money up front. There's just the new car. Okay, so you get the new car, and then when it's done, you get $40,000. Uh. No, I think I'm gonna want forty thousand dollars. Let's see, I don't have forty thousand dollars. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so you get forty thousand, I get forty thousand, and you get a new car.
1: I love that too, um, where it's like um, the first bit of like kind of fun, dry humor, where he's like, "See, my 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 wife's husband or my wife's uh, father, he's he's well off," and and they're like like, why do you need the money? He's like, well, we're not going to get into that. It's personal. He's like, why don't you just ask your wife, Jerry? Yeah, ask your wife, Jerry. It's just like, they're, like, concerned. These bag men are, like, concerned about this whole situation. I thought it was pretty funny. Well, the thing is, they don't know I need it. And
0: if they did, they wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then they got her in the car. They're leaving the, the place for the kidnapper. And, uh, oh, yeah, a cop pulls him over. This dumb bastard. uh Buscemi It's like Oh I didn't put the tags On the car Then the other guy Just staring at him And I think they have A conversation before that Where it's like You don't ever say anything man Yeah We're so yeah. driving all this way You're just in silence I'm gonna give you The silence treatment See how you like it It's nothing but silence Just see
1: how you enjoy it Huh If <laughs> someone doesn't silence. Even talk to you <laughs> Yeah You're just a fountain Of, infra- or a, a fountain of conversation <laughs> A fucking geyser
0: And uh So you get pulled over And that guy's Obviously pissed
1: no, I love it when he's smoking in the car.
0: Can you roll down the window a little bit? He just mm-hmm. doesn't. <laughs> it just, just like who smokes in a car with all the windows rolled up I'm just boxing it. Um she's getting pulled over and then it's a fucking idiot. Oh, I didn't put the tags on the car. And uh for some reason they took her out of the trunk and now she's like in the back seat and she's making noise too. Cop pulls like, Yeah, you don't have tags. I'm like, Oh, really? I want to take care of this. Dude, what is he I didn't understand what was going on at the time, but
1: did he try and bribe him? Yeah. So when he put, he handed his wallet. Or he, he put his wallet out the window. You saw his ID, but right above it, the, that fifty dollar bill was sticking out clearly. So yeah, he was just trying to bribe him. We can take care of this right now. I would love to take care of it right now if we could. <laughs>
0: I yeah, I thought he meant just go put the tags on the back of the car. Yeah. Until I kind of you know got the vibe he was uh, bribing him. Uh but then he's like. Then he, no, I just need your ID. And then he hears kind of the whimper of the the wife. He kind of looks back there. I need you to step out of the car. And then, I don't know, remember why, but he kind of leans his head in. And the other guy just pulls his head into the car door. And then shoots him in the top of the head with his gun. And just, I love that point of view. It kind of gives the outside point of view of the mm-hmm. cop leaning in and the gun happening and then like just a fountain of blood just goes yeah. <laughs> like into <laughs> steve's lap <laughs> yeah and he's like oh <laughs> and he's driving that car forever after that and it's like dude there's got to be blood everywhere in this thing mm-hmm. um yeah and then he's like you better go hide the body go pull the body aside and he's like okay he grabs the cop and he's such a little Pussy. He's like, oh, yeah. oh, just, just fucking inch by inch. And he sees <laughs> headlights up in the distance. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then he's doing it, and the car pulls by, and just like, yeah, <laughs> stares at him just and the, the cop. Dead cop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's just in the middle of the roadway. Like he first pulls by the guy with the cigarette, and he's like, <laughs> looking at them, and then looks at the other guys. And they keep going. They speed off, and he just. He jumps in the driver's side and turns around, races and follows him. And it's dark as shit. And then all of a sudden, like he doesn't see the taillights anymore. And as he pulls up there, it's like flipped and on the side of the road. Lost control. And it's like a younger kid with the puffy red jacket, I think from the cover, right? And he's running out. He's just running empty... Space yeah, just the an empty field yeah. of snow, <laughs> <laughs> he's just running, and he just
1: kind of
0: poof, once in the back, and then he looks in the car,
1: and there's like a chick
0: stuck in there uh, upside yeah. down.
1: She looked young too. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was like a teenager or like a young. Whoever that was looked really young. I was yeah, like, I think they're supposed to be like some teenagers. <laughs> Anyways, he shoots her.
0: Um, what does he do? Go back. Anyways, and the, uh, I can't remember what exactly think, happens after.
1: The- I think, uh, I think when he shoots the person, the girl in the car, it like cuts to black, and then we're finally introduced to the best character in the movie, which is uh, was it Marjorie or Marge? Uh, the mm-hmm. cop who's gonna start investigating the murders. Um, god, she's so good. All of all of all of those cops and her husband, all of that is just fantastic all of their dialogue and how they because it's funny it's so jarring but in a good way because for the the movie so far there's been a little comedy bits and some you know accents that are kind of goofy but once she's introduced the movie just becomes <laughs> hilarious in my opinion hilarious like we're so used to seeing these crime scenes with these serious fbi agents or cops and everything look into the thing and this movie it's like <laughs> just look geeky little Oh, hey there. How you doing? Got the coffee there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's silly.
0: Marge Gunderson. And like she gets the call when they're sleeping with her boring-ass husband who paints. And uh, I-, I get the feeling it's like a stay-at-home husband. And uh, she's like, oh, you don't say. Oh, jeez. Oh, sounds serious. <laughs> she's getting the, the news of a triple homicide. She's like, I got to go in. He's like, no you, no, you can't do that. I, I'll make you some eggs. No, I really got to go. No, you can't. Skip breakfast. You need breakfast in you. And so she fucking so, takes the time on a triple homicide yeah. to sit down. He makes eggs. I really got to go. And then, yeah, she leaves. Uh, what did she come back in the house for? I can't remember. She needed a jump because the car wouldn't start. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's pretty good and wholesome. And she goes out there. Uh... Triple homicide, huh? And she's putting it together. Okay, so I'm thinking the cops stopped him down the road. Maybe somebody saw it. They chased him down, and then they had to execution style these two guys. Oh, she's got a hand wound. I guess that's a defensive wound. Um, She's putting it all together, and the other cops like, Yeah, I think uh, the, uh, they shot the cop before he was able to get their plate because he just wrote down the first three letters. So we're looking for a car. A brown Sierra with the first three letters of the plate DLR and she's like, I think I have to disagree with your police <laughs> investigation there. <laughs> uh, I think it was a dealer plate DLR. <laughs> like, well, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and d- 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 So she finds out. She gets the hotel because someone checked in with a, that car. I don't know why the hotel would know what car you have for. Maybe for a parking, specific parking spot, I guess. But she finds that out. She finds that they made a call to the Indian guy. Who works as a mechanic at the Oldsmobile dealership. That Macy is in charge of. Owned by his dad. And as she goes over there and uh, talks to him. Uh, I might be skipping ahead, I don't remember. But... uh yeah, it's basically yeah, about think, it, yeah. and then Jerry's like what the hell is that guy's name? We'll call him the Indian guy. But he's used to a little bit, he is good. Shep. Shep. Shep yeah. Proudfoot. <laughs> yeah, the first time they so we're looking over a uh, Shep Proudfoot. What? That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a what, what's a Shep? That, well, that's a name. <laughs> so it's like where's Shep? Oh, he's talking to the police. What? Talking to the police. Oh and then he I think he took off after he talked to the police. yeah, he just left. Like, oh what the hell? And uh I think at this point uh Jerry gets a call from the from Busemi and uh he's telling me the plans fucking changed, Jerry, okay? <laughs> <laughs> plans fucking changed. Shit happened, blood was spilled, Jerry. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now gonna we're going to debate 80, you. i am not going to sit here and debate you. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah. want $80,000.
1: <laughs>
0: and that's it. And, uh, yeah. He's like, oh, there's some funny he Says, well, Why don't you go ask the three people in that town, huh? See how they're fucking doing. <laughs> okay. Uh. And then he has to bring his father in and tell him about it. And, uh, that's pretty funny when he's practicing the phone call. Oh, oh yeah. don't you know it's terrible. <laughs> oh, dag nabbit. <laughs> and he has to bring the father in and come up with a, you know, trying to convince him not to call the police. No, these guys are unsavory characters. We don't want to get the police involved. And then I think, what does he do? He raises the ransom from 80000 to a million so he can take some?
1: Yeah, to a million, yeah. That's a big jump. It's a million dollars, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jesus. And, uh,
0: yeah, and the the, the dad's like, no, I gotta go meet him with the money. No, you're not meeting him. If it's my money, I'm doing it. And then, uh, no, I really don't think so. And he's like, look, this ain't the damn car dealership, okay? I'm running the show. It's my money. It's my show. What's he gonna do? Not take the money? Because it's me? (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, weren't some other people killed in between this?
1: the meeting? Um, I don't think so. No, I think it was just the three. And then, yeah, later on, you know, during the, the drop, but, um, yeah, I don't think anybody else was killed in that. Cause at that point, Steve Buscemi and the, and his partner are hiding out in the, that random ass house by the lake. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And there's like two or three minutes of him just hitting the TV. Yeah.
1: God damn it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. We're fucking stuck out here.
0: <laughs> that was pretty good. Um Yeah, so and the meanwhile the, the, the cop Marge is kinda catching on and she goes and talks to them at the dealership and says, like, Are you missing a car? It's a brown Sierra. And uh you know, the person they called works here. You sell Sierras. It'd just be kinda a coincidence, wouldn't it? I mean when's the last time you checked the inventory? Look. I answered your question, okay? <laughs> it's not my car. She's like, "Were well, are you getting a uh, lippy with me? He's, he's like, no, I'm not. I'm cooperating. I'm completely cooperating. You know what? I'm going to go, because she wants him to get a
1: hold of, like, a, um, the father, right? Yeah. She's looking. At this point, the father is dead. The drop had already oh, happened. Oh, yeah, it's after so, the drop. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, the drop. The father goes down there to the parking garage. And they, Steve Buscemi (laughs) Who the fuck are you? (laughs) Where's my daughter? What the fuck you guys? This is fucking ridiculous (laughs)
1: Oh my god I love it Uh,
0: Give me the million dollars No money until you get Until I get my daughter Like this is fucking horse shit (laughs) Where the fuck is Jerry? (laughs) Yeah You're gonna give me the money And he refuses He's like God damn it. Look at that. He just shoots him in the stomach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, you happy
0: now? Look what you made me do. Yeah. He's on the ground and he had a gun too. So the dad pulls out the gun and shoots him and it grazes his chin. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he just bleeds. Uh, and then he goes over and shoots him like five times yeah, and I kicks on him. him. <laughs> and what does he call you? Fucking imbeciles. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He just happens like some... the worst fucking week. I love it.
0: <laughs> Takes the money and leaves. And, uh, uh, he gets to the gate and he's like, open the fucking gate! <laughs> <He's all laughs> <bleeding> everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, like, uh, Jerry passes him on his way out and he's like, it was a brown Sierra. And he goes up there and sees his father in law dead on the ground. I was like, oh, shit. Leaves. And then the gate's broken down. The guy inside the gate station's dead. Uh, And at that point, that's when she goes to question him again. And she wants him to get a hold of the father in law because he's the owner. I was like, Well, I want to talk to him. And he's like, I want to go count the cars right now. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) You want me to come (laughs) counting (laughs) them? Jesus. He puts his scarf on. Hmm. And then uh, she sees him out there and he's leaving. Oh, he's he's, the... a, he's he's fleeing the investigation, <laughs> fleeing the investigation. <laughs> he grabs a phone. How do you dial oh. out on this? <laughs> oh my god,
1: uh, so good. Then she's a. Uh...
0: Oh yeah, Busemi buries the money, takes eighty thousand, so he can give forty to the other guy and keep forty as the original plan was. And he's go back and get the rest of the million. And he goes back to the cabin. Um, and his wife is dead on the ground. What happened to her? And she wouldn't stop screeching. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Well, here's a forty thousand dollars. I got my forty thousand. Now we're square. I, we need to get the hell out of here. No, we're not square. We're about the Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> like the fucking Sierra. Yes, we split everything down the middle. He's like, we can't fuck. How do you split a fucking car, man, with a chainsaw? <laughs> he's like, no. Oh, one of us will have to pay the other one half of the car. Fuck that, man. You see the like shot shot in the <laughs> fucking face. I picked up the money. I drove there. I've been up for thirty-six fucking hours, man. The car is square. I'm keeping the Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> Just covered in blood. Oh my god. And he's like, he's like, uh, are we square? <laughs> <And he laughs> walks out to leave, and the guy comes out there with a fucking axe. <laughs> oh! <laughs> ah! <laughs>
1: so I random. Some... I love it. And the Marjorie was, I don't remember where she's going. Oh, another, probably one of the funniest scenes in the movie, but there's a tip. This other cop who works in the area got a tip from some guys like shoveling snow, whatever. And he's like, Oh, I was at the, the bar, and met some guy and he starts talking about how Steve Buscemi was at the bar running his mouth. And so, but that whole scene's fucking hilarious. But they said that, uh, that guy said that there was somebody out by the lake that may have killed somebody. So she was just, um, uh, kind of following up on that lead. And then she sees the Sierra in the, in the driveway.
0: That's the car. Oh, I see the car. I see the car, the Sierra, <laughs> my Sierra.
1: <laughs>
0: He's like, Oh, just wait there. I'm going to call in some backup. And she goes out there and, she hears some noise and goes around the building and it's the fucking, the other, uh, kidnapper. And he's just shoving Steve and into a <laughs> wood chipper, just blood all on the outside of it. Like a big red trail. There's a foot sticking out. It's like, <laughs> <He's, that's laughs> like a log. <laughs> he's like <laughs> using <laughs> it. And she comes up, Hey, freeze, freeze. You kind of looks at her and, uh, starts running, uh, just like the other guy just a field of snow he's just running mm-hmm. out into the snow and she just stands there for a second kind of aims up shoots he gets hit in the leg and then uh i think the next scene they're in the cop car yeah and uh he's once again not talking and i don't remember
1: what she says to him There was some funny stuff it was like oh, uh, oh, to... oh yeah it was she was like oh, that must have been your uh, compass there in the wood chipper and then I forget it was something. That must have been Jerry's wife or whatever. She's like trying to put the pieces together. Yeah, that's in. a lot
0: of people you kill for a little bit of money. Yeah. You know, a little bit of money don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's more to life than a little bit of money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> giving him a motherly like fucking lashing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a nice lashing. This wholesome person that just comes across this fucking person that's just vile. She doesn't know. Yeah. I think she even says, I don't even understand it
0: then what's the uh,
1: the last scene I love that with the, uh, the, the, the two last scenes yeah the two cops they at the hotel like Mr. Anderson you let let us in oh hold on <laughs> just give me a moment come on Mr. Anderson will you please open the door just one second and then they open it it's fucking just scary. a minute <laughs> <His> underwear fucking
0: <laughs> trying to run and they got him on the bed and they're doing something with his his hands are behind his back but they're still like messing with him and not getting him handcuffed and he's. ah oh! and then uh yeah then the last scene is them in bed again uh marge and her husband and he entered a painting contest and uh so i was chosen for a three cent stamp that's great yeah but the neighbor got chosen for a 29 cent stamp no one uses a three cent stamp she's like no that's not true and stamps get old Everyone uses the three center To you know Make up the difference I suppose you're right <laughs> It's just Very bland And boring Yeah And then uh, that's it The credits go So yeah I don't, It just wasn't what I was expecting I was expecting A no country for old men Kind of um, Killer Romp And yeah. uh, it's, it's really just like A kind of dark comedy um, I mean I liked it but I definitely wasn't blown away, and I don't get the um, – I get good reviews, but I just don't get that, that freaking crazy hype of like choosing it as a 100 <clears throat> best American films of all time. Um, so I'm going to give it in
1: just a solid eight. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've seen this movie a few times. I enjoy it every time I watch it. Um, Again, I don't think this is my favorite Coen brothers. I do agree. I think No Country is better. Um, I also like... Um, I don't know why people don't talk about it as much. Maybe people don't like it as much as I did, but I like Inside Lewin Davis. That one was pretty good. Um, there's one called A Serious Man, which I thought was really good. These are all like movies. I think I think A Serious Man and Inside Lewin Davis is post No Country. So I think it was like No Country, A Serious Man, then Inside Lewin Davis. That trilogy of movies right there is... Uh, not a trilogy. That's not, not a trilogy, but... Those three movies are, are wonderful, and even his old their older stuff like Raising Arizona, Miller's Crossing. That's all you know. Big Lebowski obviously is another big one that people like. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's really funny. I always forget how really funny it is. Um, just the characters are witty and, and silly, and it just it's so jarring with some of the content you're watching because it is violent and Steve Buscemi's character and the, these crimes are happening, but you got these like whimsical kind of weird north dakota cops trying to solve it it's pretty funny um i love william h macy he's such a fucking slimy scumbag there's even there's so many scenes we didn't talk about where it's just him trying to just work i guess but he's he's like screwing people over and he's trying to get a loan from his his wife's (laughs) dad uh to, to to do a parking lot or something and they're like What's your finder's fee? You're like, oh no! I I want the money. You're like, we're not a bank, Jerry.
0: I'm part of the. You want us to just give you seven hundred fifty thousand dollars? I'll pay it all back.
1: Yeah, you'll pay it all back once you reap the rewards. Okay. Yeah, but uh, he's really good in it. Um, obviously, Frances McDormand kind of steals the show, in my opinion. I think she's amazing. Um, there's all that weird scene where she. Uh, it didn't seem with, like, like her an Oscar-winning performance, though, to me. But. I mean,
0: it's really good, but yeah. it's just kind of strange to me for that kind of a quirky little quiet Minnesotan accent thing, mm-hmm. you know, especially around 1996 when there's a lot of crazy movies coming out. I'm, when I think of like Oscars, I think of like Last of the Mohicans type acting and yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis stuff.
1: But yeah, so that surprised me that that was kind an Oscar. Yeah. And also, I don't know who she was up against either. I had to look and see, but um. It could have been just a softie or something. Um, but yeah, the cast is great. The writing is great. There's some really funny dialogue. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy this movie. To me, I was coming in with like an 8.7. I think it's really strong. It's really rewatchable. Like I said, I watched this a few times and it's entertaining every single time. Um, it's not like a rip-roaring good time, but it's like it's funny enough. It's silly enough. The characters are great. Um, so yeah, I think it's an 8.7 for me. It's really good right on 8.7 and 8.0 i'm glad i got it in I'm yeah glad totally. i finally
0: watched it interested in the show i hear it's uh every episode deals with different characters involved with some kind of murder so that sounds mm, kind of interesting no, no? no? Different, different seasons
1: yeah the seasons oh, different. are different yeah but the- oh i mean, I, did, I thought that i didn't even know they're they're past one season yeah they're on i think they're about to start their fifth i think the new one has oh. john ham I only watched the first two. The first two are fucking great. I was like I remember when that was announced, I was so against it. I was like do not do a Fargo show. Like don't touch it. There's no need to do it. And is then, it really similar to the 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 movie or is it just set in like this town? Um it's pretty similar to the to the movie. It's not the same story. There it's different story. Each season's a different story. It's it, it's not like a recreation of the movie, um but it has like the tone and feel of it. Snowy, dry humor. <laughs> Um, I think it's a little more cinematic, but that's just because it's newer technologies. I mean, not that Fargo 96 isn't cinematic, but you know what I mean? Um, it's modern, a modern take on Fargo. Um, but no, the first two seasons are wonderful. I I highly recommend them. They're very, very good. The first season has Billy Bob Thornton. Um, I'm trying to think who the big star was in the second season, but I don't remember. But I I stopped at the season, the first two seasons. I didn't watch the third or the fourth, but, um, yeah, it's very good. Surprisingly good
0: yeah right on everyone go check out the show go check out the movie uh, streaming on max 8.0 uh, 8.7 8. Uh, as always we appreciate hanging out with you uh, thanks for coming by um, as always check us out on Spotify and uh, Apple Music or iTunes I have no idea what they call it <laughs> never owned an Apple Pro- yeah. I had an iPod Nano once mm. then I realized you had to have all this other infrastructure you couldn't just put MP3s on I was like "What? this is useless to me <laughs> <laughs> It a paperweight. Okay. only time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little paperweight <laughs> with a brick game on it. Yeah. The brick game was fun. Uh, so, anyways, appreciate you. Thanks for coming by, and until the next beast, we say peace. Peace.